Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's another episode here of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, and I'm back. I'm back again for a second podcast for the week. So I'm having a lot of thoughts. You know, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I'm in quarantine, I'm in isolation, I'm stuck at home, I'm on the computer all day, I'm doing all these different things, but no better way for me to be able to kick myself on the right direction and push myself the right direction on the road than with a podcast with all of you. So this morning, here's the reason, here's the reason I had to get these thoughts out to you because this morning I woke up, I I hopped onto my social media like I do every day. And I went through the different avenues of social media that I that I utilize. And the one I came across was Instagram. And I have a good friend named Laura that lives down in Georgia. And she put on her Instagram a nice little post that she put out. And basically, it's this, uh, I think it's a napkin or it's some sort of little signage that somebody put up. And on there it says, just because you're struggling doesn't mean you're failing. Now, it's interesting as I thought about that because I was like, yeah, you know, that's so true. It, it, it's it's very true that if we struggle, it's it's part of the journey. It's how we, you know, respond to things, how we are able to navigate the journey and all these different portions and parts of our stuff that we're trying to be able to come into play. If we're working towards a really good thing, then at the end of the day, that struggle doesn't mean that you're failing. It just means you're trying to work on some of the bigger pictures and bigger things that you're trying to accomplish. So whatever your goals are, whatever you're trying to shoot for, if you struggle and you fall on your face, you don't treat it as being the end-all be-all. You treat it as a energy boost or something that can look at it to say, you know what, but I'm only trying to better myself and I'm only trying to get better in the, in the environment that I'm in and to be a be- the best version of myself and keep pushing things forward. Now, I like that. I really do. I like the concept of that. It really got me thinking. But here's how I took it to the next level, to be honest with you, that I was thinking to myself, how can I make it relatable to me and my journey and the long-term journey that I'm on? Because I don't think there's any finality to my journey. My journey is to invest in others. My journey is to make impacts in people's lives. My journey is to lose weight. My journey is to be healthy, a great dad, a great husband. I've got all these goals that are all set out in my journey. So I don't know if they necessarily have an end product or an end value. So the end finality and value of these different things that we're trying to work on is what I want to talk about for a second. You know, on there it says, struggling doesn't mean you're failing, okay? So failure doesn't define you is what it's basically saying. So if you fail at something or you fall or you skin your knee or you're you're not really doing all that well at something and you go through the process of trying to work at it but you fail does not mean it's over. It does not mean that your life is over and it's all done. What it means is you're going to learn from it. You're going to pick yourself back up. You're going to put the pieces all back together. You're going to hone your skills, sharpen your blades, and get ready to get back at it and, and kick some tail in some other way, trying to be able to continue to, to drive down the road of being the best version of you, right? So failure does not define you. Failure is an outcome of a journey or a path or something that you're trying to be able to take. And the outcome doesn't have to be a final outcome. It can be a momentary outcome of the full journey that you're on. 
So whatever the path is, whatever the chapters of that major book, it's just one of the chapters. It may even not even be a full chapter. It might just be a small little snippet of a full chapter. Now, we as human beings take failure as something that is devastating to us, and we treat it like it's the final product. We treat it like, oh my goodness, you know what? I failed at that. I'm such a failure. I'm, I'm, I'm the worst person. I'm the worst thing. I, you know, I, I always set goals for myself, but I fail all the time. I'm trying to lose weight, but I can't do it because I fail at it. I've, I've failed at it in the past. I'm not wired that way. I'm not wired to diet. I'm not wired to run marathons. I'm not wired to be successful at work. I'm always going to be a failure. And we, 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 we convince ourselves of the negative side of things when we should be doing the absolute opposite things. But that's okay. That's another day, another topic. But right now, what I want to focus in on is the end product. If it's a failure at the end product, it doesn't mean it's the end of the game. It just means you have to adjust and pivot and move forward. And adjust what the goal might be, adjust the time frame you want to fall into, adjust the size of the goal, adjust different pieces to your journey. So we'll talk about that portion in, in, in the, maybe the second half of this podcast. So on the other end of the spectrum, if failure does not define you, here's something that I think that people will be surprised when I say, because I don't think success defines you either. Whoa, right? Success nor failure define you as a person. Sometimes success is given. Sometimes success is you you stumbled upon it. Sometimes success is like cash values or maybe you win the lottery or those kind of things, but it doesn't define you as a person. And when we're trying to work towards something and we're successful at something, here's the problem. And I'm going to tell you a little bit of my brain work of where I'm at in the weight loss journey and where my travels and my whole entire spectrum that I'm looking at. I was successful in the fact that I lost 100 pounds. I got to that 100-pound mark, and mentally, I, I shut it off. I turned it off in my head because then I thought to myself in my head after I lost 100 pounds, am I done? Is my journey complete? Am I finished? And mentally, I said to myself, yes, I am. When I knew that I wasn't, I knew that I had further goals to get to, but mentally, I started to say to myself, I'm successful. And I started to hear from people, wow, your journey is amazing. You've lost so much weight. You've got so much on your, uh, so much experience and it's so great. How did you do it? And then you start to get not an ego, but you start to build it up in your brain of, yeah, I'm successful. This is awesome. Then you start to eat the things you're not supposed to eat. Then you start to be lax in your journey and the things you're trying to be able to focus on and the things you want to try to do. Success sometimes breeds bad behaviors as well. Now, you would always think to yourself, if I've got goals and I've got things that I want to accomplish, if I'm successful at those, that's the outcome that we want, isn't it? Well, yes, but success at the end of it is something you have to really take a look at. Are you prepared for that success? In the last episode, I talked a little bit about Wes Tankersley, his podcast that he did with me, and we talked about defining what success is. And I, I talked a little bit in the last podcast of what that success might look like. Have you looked at it and really defined what that success might look like? Well, in this one, what are you going to do if you are successful? Do you have a plan after the plan? If you get to the point where you're successful and you hit the targets that you want to hit, is there a secondary plan after that? Do you have a contingency towards the back-end plan of the large plan that you've been trying to work on? 
a lot of people that have lost weight or maybe they've lost weight quickly or they've gone through surgeries or they or they were low carbon or whatever it is and they lose the weight fast and they get to the goal that they've got to get to, what happens about seven out of 10 times after that? They end up putting the weight back on, if not double or triple at a quicker speed than it was to take it off. Then they consider themselves to be a failure. So you went from success to failure in two seconds after a long, arduous, and tedious journey to be able to get yourself to where you need to be to feel good about yourself, you weren't prepared for that success. Then when it came, you were like, oh, wow, this is great, and now I can go back to the same old habits that I was doing before, or I can go back to the same mindsets, or I can go back to the same people that I was surrounded by, or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. If you hit the success factor and you hit the place that you want to go to, are you prepared to get there? That's the first thing, right? So that's why I say success doesn't define you either, because sometimes you're not necessarily ready for success. You're given success, and you're like, whoa, what do I do with this? But here's the part that defines you. If I've already started off by saying failure doesn't define you, and I already started off by saying success doesn't define you, then what does define you? What defines you as a person? What defines you as a human being, as a hardworking individual, as character-built person? What defines you? Well, I'll tell you what it is. From my opinion only, it's the mushy, gushy, squishy things that are in between the start of goals, and the end of goals. When you start to be able to go down this journey of whatever it is you're trying to be able to find, whether you end in success or failures, it's really how and what you're doing in between. I wrote down some really quick facts that I was thinking of, and I wrote down these little points that I was saying, these are the things that define me in my journey in between my starting point and my success point. Okay, One of them, things like how we pivot. How do we respond to noise? How do we respond to adversity? How do we respond to earthquakes that are happening along the path that we're trying to walk, right? How do we pivot and make adjustments towards moving forward? How do we react? Are we emotionally driven during that time frame that we re- react so emotionally that it overtakes all of our being and we become overeaters, overthinkers, oversmokers, overdrinkers, over anything, and we respond in an emotional, reactionary way. How do you react during those times makes you who you are. How do we adjust is another one that I listed. How do we adjust when it may, the path may be going down the road that we're looking at, but it may change a little bit. Maybe the path turns a little bit to the left, and it's not necessarily so far off course that you have to pivot and move things around, but you got to adjust maybe the speed or the angle or whatever it is that you're trying to be able to go for the targets that you're going for. How do we adjust to that? That also makes you who you are. It defines you, how we adjust, how we pivot, how we react, how emotional we are. How about what do we have to do if we have to change course? We might have a plan B. We might have a plan C or a D all set in place towards our goals and what we're trying to accomplish. But if we're not willing to take those plans down the road of B, C, and D, and then how we emotionally respond to having to do that, to think to yourself, am I a failure at plan A? Now we're getting into some deep stuff, right? Now we're getting into the workings of what the brain is. And this is the space that I get into that I'm looking at for myself that I say, man, 
Why, why did I fail at plan A? Why did I have to adjust? What did I do wrong? What's wrong with me that I couldn't achieve what I wanted to achieve with plan A, right? I, I know all of you have been through this before. All of you have had a course set in your mind of what you're going to be able to do and accomplish and go for. But when we don't achieve it the way that we originally intended to achieve it, we consider that to be a failure, although we're still moving down that path. And we're still putting one foot in front of the other to continue to achieve our goals and fight for the good fight, right? All of us have been there. So how you change course and your response towards changing that course to going towards your alternative plans and your contingency plans getting there are really important and they define who you are because it's how you're adjusting, how you're emotionally driven and moving down that road. Now, the emotions are the hard part, right, guys? We, we, when you're looking at it, when you're thinking about it, our emotions drive our behaviors. Our emotions drive whether you're an overeater. Our emotions drive whether the, that somebody is an overdrinker. Yes, some of it is habitual. Some of it is you know habit forming or addictions and those kind of things. But they all usually stem from somewhere of the point we get to the point where we respond and we react and we're emotional about certain things drives us towards those behaviors and then you become addicted or dependent on those kind of things right i'm not a medical scientist i'm not a medical person or a professional i'm just a guy that's been through it and i know how i respond to things and i'm emotional so if I'm emotional towards something, I know what my triggers are. I know exactly what direction that my body takes me and my mind takes me. The hard part is stopping myself from going down that road. But if I then start to think to myself, I'm right now in the most important time of my life where I'm in this definition phase of who I am as a person, in between the start of my journey and the whatever the completion of this part of my journey is, this is the important portion that defines me as a person. And if I can approach it that way and I can think to myself, what am I going to do during these times of stress, times of tumults, times of all these things going on is even more important than ever to be able to make sure that I jot these things down and I take a look at how I respond to things. What am I doing? How did I pivot in the situation? How did I react to that? Do I think of myself as a failure when I had to go to plan B, plan C, and plan D? How well did I adjust How well did I get the folks around me to adjust with me? Did I change course effectively? Did I change course in a way that helped me in the long run or was it a derailer, right? Here's another important one that I wrote down. During this time when we're in this mushy, gushy, squishy time, right? This time where it's all about emotions and it's all about how we're responding and all that stuff. And it's not about the outcome nor the start because we already have those down pat. It's all about how we treat others during the time because you have people that are in your corner no matter what and how we respond emotionally with those individuals matters because I need people in my corner. I need a tribe. I need people to be able to say to me, it's okay, buddy. It's okay not to be okay. Or it's all right if you feel that way today, back at it tomorrow. Or, hey, good morning, I'm just checking in on you. I wanted to see how you're doing. I need folks like that in my corner because I'm emotional just like anybody else is. 
I try to play Mr. Tough Guy. I try to play Mr. I'm a badass dad or I'm a badass husband and I'm ready to go and I can take on anything and I'm good to go. But it's okay to cry every once in a while and take that whoever that person is in your tribe, whether it's your spouse, your friend, relative, whatever it is, grandfather, parent, whatever it is, whoever that person is for you in your tribe, you know they're there for you. Sometimes with tough love, sometimes with affection, sometimes with compassion, whatever it is, empathy or anything, those are your tribe. Those are your tribe members. Those are the people that are going to tell you like it is, and they're going to help you to be able to get you to where you need to be. Here's the other side of that coin, though. You have to treat those people well. Be there for them. Invest in them. Make sure that you're checking your emotions during this time when we're talking about how it all defines us and the definition of who we are and the character of who we are. Because if you abuse those folks and you come at those folks in in an inappropriate way or you come at them with, with, I don't know, anger or angst or any of those things, you're going to wear those people down to the point where they're not going to want to be in your corner as much as they once were. And I share that from personal experience because I've used and abused, not physically, but mentally, the people that are my biggest advocates because it's about me. My emotions are taking over. You need to cater to my needs at this moment in time. You need to, this is in my past, right? I've learned a lot as I've aged and I've been doing this podcast and this journey and been around a lot of people. I will tell you, I've learned and I've grown up and I've matured in a way that I know that I've got to invest in others to understand that they need to invest in me. And it, I used to treat it the other way around. I used to look at it like, well, you know, I'm going through a lot right now. Why aren't you here for me right now? How come you're not being here for me right now at this moment that I feel that the energy is coming against me or the, the world is crumbling all around me? Why aren't you there for me? Instead of I got to invest in them. And if I'm doing that and, I'm, and they're part of my tribe and we have, a, we have a, a good push-pull situation going on, those people matter to me. And how I treat them is going to eventually matter in the long run. And they're going to want to fight for and be there for and lift an individual up that when this squishy, mushy, gushy time happens, they're going to want to be there for you because you are aware and you're emotionally intelligent and you're investing and you're doing the right things and not just this emotional wreck that's going to take out whatever it can around you to make sure that you can get yourself back on the path that you have to. Take other people's thoughts into considerations, other feelings into considerations, all that stuff, because it matters. So the list of items that I was talking about during this time where success doesn't define you, nor does failure define you, but the middle stuff does. This is important to take these things into consideration. I'll go through them again for you. If you've got a pen and paper, write them down only because I wrote them down and I think that they're really important to cover and go over and plan for and be a part of, right? So first of all, you need to ask yourself, what happens if I don't succeed? Do I treat that as a failure and am I ending the game of those goals? That's where you got to really right size. Is this goal important enough to, if I don't get to where I want to go to, will I make a contingency plan or will I move this thing forward, right? You have to ask yourself that question. First of all, is it important to you? Second, you have to look at the fact of, am I prepared for success? 
if I go down the road of working my tail off to get to where I have to get to, and I'm successful at the quote-unquote end of that journey, am I prepared to be successful, and am I giving myself the tools and resources to live in that successful state afterwards? You know, I was thinking the other day, a lot of these weight loss journeys and weight loss plans that people are on, they prepare you for losing weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, all over the place. Keep losing, keep losing, get to where you got to get to. Boom, you hit your goal, you get to your amount that's there. Good luck. See you later. Wait, what? But what happens now? What What? what do I do now? I, I don't have anybody telling me, holding my hand, celebrating with me because I'm no longer losing. I'm at the goal that I need to. So now what do I have to do? And that's why the skill set then starts to fall off a lot of times. And we don't prepare ourselves for what that successful state looks like. So again, ask yourself the question, am I prepared to succeed? Okay? And then you just got to remember the following questions. Give these as a list of items to think about during the middle phase between the start and the end of whatever that journey is. Okay? How well are you at pivoting? Pivot could be a big word. You could put it in there. You can even reference back to the old Friends episodes with Ross walking up the, the, the stairwell and he screams pivot. See it in your brain. Think to yourself, how do I pivot in this situation? How well do I pivot and how quick do I pivot and respond to whatever's being thrown at me? Right? How do I react? List it as another item. How do I react emotionally? How do I react physically? And how do I react mentally when the crap hits the fan? And things aren't going the way that I need them to. And life happens. And things are thrown at you. And you've got all kinds of different stuff going on, right? So how do I react? How do I emotionally, mentally, and physically react and adjust? And how quick am I to respond to it? And do I have the plan in place to have somebody in my corner to be able to help me while I'm going through the adjustment phase and the pivoting phase and the rechanging of course or whatever it is that you're trying to be able to move forward with. You need somebody there to be able to check in on you, to be able to say, okay, you're in you're in the muck right now. You got a lot going on. What's your plan? Where are you at? Tell me more. Have you adjusted? Have you got plan B already in place? What's happening? That tribe piece that I was talking about earlier, those are your people that are in the trenches with you. Those are the people that are going to be successful and help you to be successful moving forward. And along the way, they're going to learn from them helping you, right? Those are the people, those are your ride or dies. Those are the ones, you know, are going to, are, are going to help you in the times when you're the ugliest and they're going to help you in the times that you're the prettiest or the most handsome, whatever, whatever suits you. I like to say that I like to be at my prettiest, <laughs> right? So just remember, okay, successes that you find do not define you. Neither do the failures define you. It's the middle stuff. It's the stuff in between the starting line and the finish line or the proverbial somewhat of a quote-unquote finish line because at the end of the day, just like our Facebook group says, there is no finish line. It continues to move. It continues to grow. Life continues to move on. Your goals might change. Your your ideas may change along the way. Or you may have some step backs or, or setbacks, and you can kind of navigate how to move forward with those. But those simple 
things that you can do in that middle phase to write those thoughts down. So as you wrote them down on a piece of paper, next time you're going through something, trying to get somewhere or achieve a goal, write down how you responded in that way. How were you? Were you emotional? Did you eat your emotions? Did you go down the road of drinking your emotions? How did you respond to it? What are your triggers? Start taking inventory during those times because I think it's really super important to set yourself up for success when you move forward, right? You guys get it. I know you do because I can't be the only one that gets it and thinks this way because everybody gets it and thinks about it. It's easier said than done though, right? It's easier said than done. It's easier to be able to talk about it on a podcast or write it down on a piece of paper. But if you do it and you take inventory of where you're at, at least you can start to right size maybe small behaviors moving forward. And you can start to set yourself up for success as your journey progresses, as time goes on, as you are trying to be able to move forward. Okay, guys, I hope that helps you as much as it did me. Just sparked on basically that Instagram post that I saw about failures. So success doesn't define you. Neither do failures. What defines you is all the in-between stuff, all the actions in between. If you got any thoughts on this, do me a favor. You can email me at liquidshano1973 at gmail.com. You can become a patron of the show. I'll put the link right into the body of the podcast for you to be able to become a patron to get some inside scoops, some inside videos, tchotchkes, all kinds of great stuff, merchandise for the show. You can also contact me on any of the social media platforms, any of them except for TikTok. You can contact me at liquidshano1973, and on TikTok, you can just Type in Liquid Chano and you can get me there. This is a journey we're all on, guys. We're on it together. The road that we're taking, it helps when you have people in your corner or people going through the same things that you're going through because now you can relate to people and you can ask for advice and ask for tips. It's okay to reach out to your tribe to be able to say, what do I do here? What does success look like for you? Especially if you know somebody that's been successful and continued that success moving forward, tap into those resources if you know somebody like that. All right? Have a great day, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. It is midpoint of the week here, and uh, a lot of people are quarantined. A lot of you are essential. But if you're listening to this in your ears when you're out there on the essential front lines, just know I love you, and I care about each and every one of you, and I really hope that you're safe and you're sound and you're wearing your masks and we're washing our hands and we're doing the things that we have to do to continue to curb this overall pandemic, okay? All right, guys. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.